Hello, everybody. You're listening to In the Meanwhile with Paige and Les Hughes. For our podcast this time, Paige is going to be talking in particular about something that's uh, near and dear to us and uh, something that we believe a lot of people struggle with, especially during the, the fall months of the year, which is why we're, uh, we're going to be addressing it right now. So, Paige, I'm going to let you, if you want to, just go ahead and uh, transi- transition into that, and you just share as the Lord leads you, and um, I know that you've got some things that you specifically want to share with those that are listening to us, so you just go right ahead. Well, um, what we want to talk about for the next little while is seasonal depression, and if you know me, you know I'm a party waiting for a place to happen, mm-hmm. and for the most part... I walk around with a smile on my face and joy in my heart, and I'm light um, of spirit and very joyful. Uh, But there is a season of the year that I struggle with more than others, and there are lots of reasons for it, I'm sure. But um, I just want to just talk just a little bit about what it it takes for me during the season of the year, which is the fall, um, to, first of all, recognize what's going on in me. And then second of all, um, to be able to, before I get too far down the road of discouragement and just being down, how to spin that back the other direction and um, to be able to, to, again, have a heart that is um, lighter. And it's really, uh, there are people that suffer with clinical depression. And that's not what we'll be addressing today because there are chemical reasons why people get depressed and get discouraged. Um, And in those cases, we, by all means, um, we know that there is a necessity for a medical intervention in those type situations. But then there's sometimes where um, you just, there's a season of the year that for whatever reason, you just get down. You just get a little discouraged or a little overwhelmed. And, you know, um, I'm reminded of David even, you know, he was a great man after God's own heart, but even he got dis- just discouraged and uh, depressed. I, I'm reminded less of the, the scripture where he just says, why are you downcast on my soul? Mm-hmm. You know, you believe in God. And, and the thing is that for believers, um, we're not exempt from difficult days. And so um, as a fellow sufferer with seasonal depression, um, I just wanted to kind of let you know, if you're one of the people of this world that suffers with that, here's some things that have helped me. And hopefully, they'll be an encouragement to you. Uh, One of the things that I've realized is that my depression starts about the time that kids go back to school. Mm -hmm. And I think a part of that is that the days begin to be shorter and someone else begins to rule your world (laughs) instead of the fun and frivolity sometimes of the summer season. And I think that that probably had something to do with part of my depression is just getting back into a routine where others ran my world uh, due to the demands of school and time. 
I think there probably also were some other things that I didn't even identify until a few years ago when um, a lady who was um, coaching me in um, natural horsemanship, Mm -hmm. uh, we were talking about one day just being discouraged, and it was during the fall, and she said, Paige, was there anything traumatic that happened during the fall of the year? And at first I thought, what is she talking about? But then it dawned on me that the child that we lost would have been born in August. And I mourned that. And I didn't even realize that. And some people may not know that we miscarried uh, a child between our our second and third children. Mm -hmm. And um, as many, many people have that have been listening uh, to this podcast. And it was a little later in the pregnancy. So it wasn't um, just a, you know oops, or a, you know, um, it was it was a hard time, mm-hmm. but the Lord is good, and through the years, He has helped my heart to heal a lot, and there may be a time at some point we even do a podcast on that, because yeah, I know there are a idea. lot of people that, that mm-hmm. struggle in that, but... Yep. Um, but it could be lots of things. I oh, mean, it can it absolutely... It could be a ton of stuff, and that you may even bury or, or uh, have dealt with it at the time, and God gave you peace, right. and brought healing and so you just sort of move on but then you know our 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 minds are pretty sharp yes and our subconscious is very sharp yeah. and uh it, we may not be finished dealing with something just because we sort of set it aside that's right that's right so um there probably are lots of reasons i think the other thing that that is a major is that light depravity absolutely affects me um I have been known to drive 11 hours one way just to sit in the sunshine for about four hours on a beach. But that's a whole other story we won't go into now. But um, I am a a person that needs the light. And so I, I say all that to say it is my personal experience that the fall is just a difficult time for me. And um, again, uh, we just wanted to, to just say, look, we don't have a... a um, answer to everything. But what I do know is from experience, I learned to identify what it was that was a trigger for me. And we're coming up on the holidays. That's Mm -hmm. a big deal for a lot of people. There's, you know, traumatic events happen all year long, but when they happen around the time that our families are together and those seasons where you enjoy one another, it just, it seems to magnify it. So that could be a time that's a struggle for some people, or, or it might be the spring of the year, or or a significant an- anniversary, or birthday, right. or or date that someone passed on. So, right. could be lots of things. I've had several people tell me that January is a very difficult time for them, and so I mean this mm-hmm. this is not uh, specific to the fall. It can right. be any time of the year, but the identifying what it is that triggers it is huge, because then you can prepare yourself more for that time and in that be watching for signs and that was the other thing when you can begin to identify your tendencies when you start spinning downward that is huge because then you're able to stop it before it gets to the point where you really are down down and then have to really have um you know even possibly some counseling to help you get out of that that hole and so um, here are some some things that are triggers or tendencies for me. 
I, I find that when I go into my dark season, I tend to isolate myself, which, um, you know, that's right in the enemy's uh, plan because when he can get a sheep all by itself, he can just tear them all apart. Mm -hmm. And that self negative self-talk can get to you and you can get discouraged and overwhelmed. And um, just being alone can be a real, a real negative when you're already discouraged. Another of the things that trigger for me is that um, I, I, I can tend to, um, I miss the sun. I miss being out with friends. And so I just begin to get discouraged. And it's just crazy. I can sleep more or I find myself more sleepy. Maybe that's the right words to use. And maybe that's a part of just thinking, surely I can get better. You know, I can fix it. I can fix myself uh, when I know the truth. The truth is, girl, I ain't been able to fix myself a long time. And I finally realized I need the Lord. Um, I need him to give me the strength. And just like David you know, when he would ask, why am I discouraged? Why am I down? And then he remembered to strengthen himself in the Lord. So even our spiritual life can really um, be hampered at this time. And, and you just don't feel like doing anything. Um, it, it just gets, you're just sad. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, kind of a prolonged case of the blues. That's right. You know, not, not, not just having a a bad day, or, or but something that kind of hangs on for a while. Yeah, where you just and it and it feels dark, yes, doesn't it? It really it does. does. It does. Um, I would say too that your family is probably aware of these days too, mm -hmm. and the discouragement that just hangs over you or the cloud, and so um, you know it's so important to to just be real, not trying to be superwoman, but just to be honest and saying to those that love you. Look, I need you to pray for me right now for whatever reason. It, this is my downtime. So just, if you don't mind, you know, just remember me. And again, y'all, it's not huge things. Um, it's just the small things, but the small things add up to overwhelming sometimes. So um, once you've identified what your triggers are and identified even some of your tendencies, then what can happen is when you begin to spiral down, you begin, um, as Barney Fife would say, to nip it in the bud. Yeah. Um, you begin to to begin uh, to turn the spiral the other direction. And some of the things when trying to turn the spiral the other direction are just easy common sense things. First of all, look at your diet. And if you're not eating right, and if you're not exercising, and if you're not getting out and, and physically taking care of yourself, that is a huge first place to go, mm -hmm. is to do that. The second is look and see, are you staying up late and trying to get up way too early and trying to do way too many things back to the going back to school? Getting back into the regimentedness of school was always hard for us and trying to get back onto a schedule that pleased other people and not just our family um, was was uh, sometimes a challenge. And so I think sometimes just being tired yeah. um, and being weary can kick it in. Well, even with some of the prophets that were, I mean, some of the most godly people who That's ever right. lived, you know, you have Elijah. That's right. And uh, man, he's on, on literally on a mountaintop one day. That's right. And, uh, and the next, he's just wanting to die. 
Mm-hmm. And he's speaking lies to himself, believing lies like he's the only one. He's the mm-hmm. only prophet, the only faithful one. And that wasn't true. There were hundreds more. God reminded him. of. He spoke <laughs> to him the voice of truth. And then he told him to take a nap. Yeah. And then he put some food and water beside of him yeah. to, to feed him. I don't know who it was that told us sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is taking a nap. But, I mean, that's good medicine right there. That's good medicine. Uh, and I, you can even overdo that. You're going to yeah. mention that, I think. Yeah. But uh, those those points are well taken and things that God knows already. That's right. And he knows how our body has rhythm to it. Um, you can get too much sleep mm-hmm. um, and run away from your problems that way. Mm-hmm. And that's not a way to handle it either. So finding that balance and all of that is huge. What you said a few minutes ago, Les, speaking truth to yourself. Feelings are so fickle. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Atlanta, we were talking yeah. about that earlier. You know, yeah. you, you feel in different ways, but feelings don't speak truth. And the thing that you may need to do is put God's word, truth, around you. Les will tell you that when our kids were small, man, I hung verses of scripture all over at eye level, on their eye level, so that they could see those things. But even today, um, this is September, and if you walked right now to my kitchen sink, you would see God's words put there. Because again, this is my down season. Um, Another of the things, if you... I walked into my den right now. You would see a beautiful fall tree. There are a lot of people that say it's a Christmas tree. It is not. It is a a, a fake tree that could be used for Christmas. But this one has fall leaves and beautiful lights and things on it. But I learned a few years ago that if I would go ahead and start to decorate, and then here's the other thing, have a grateful heart. Underneath that tree for the last few years has been a basket. And everybody who came into our home, I asked them to take a little card that I had on uh, underneath there and to write down the things that they were thankful for. Because as you um, give thanksgiving, as you uh, speak verses of Scripture that are truth and words of praise and thanksgiving to the Father, it changes you. And so that Thanksgiving tree has been a source of great joy to me. And um, even now, I kept the things that people wrote down through the years. And there are days that I just go back and I look at all the things that everybody else and I am thankful for. If you are discouraged and overwhelmed, there is no better way Mm -hmm. to really change your heart attitude and your perspective than to have a heart of praise and thanksgiving. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's where um, God's Word being truth really is of, of um, great value because there's so much in Scripture about having a thankful heart. That's right. And that, that's intentional, obviously, as well. You know, be anxious for nothing. Mm-hmm. But in everything, with prayer and supplication, make your requests be made known to God. So um, we, we are a saying that Paige and I have sometimes is, north is north. If you want to do an exercise sometimes, just stand up in your home. Make sure there's nothing around you're going to hurt yourself. Close your eyes and just spin around in circles a few times till you get moderately unaware of what direction it is. Like not quite dizzy where you're falling down. but And then just stop and keep your eyes closed and try to point to which way you feel like is north. And I can almost guarantee you, you'll miss it. Because your equilibrium's thrown off for a few minutes and you can't really see and you're just going by your feeling. If you go by your feelings then you're not going to really point in the right direction. So if you get a compass 
and you'll find north, then you can point to north because that's an objective measure of the real thing. It doesn't go by feelings. It, north is north, and, and God's Word has a way of serving as a spiritual compass as well as His Holy Spirit to say, this is true, and don't listen to all those lies. That's right. You know, the other thing, I, I, I as an isolationist, um, when it comes to being discouraged, is one that just draws in. I realize that because that is a natural tendency, wisdom says be intentional to go the other direction. So things like having people in our home was huge. It gave me something positive to think towards. It gave me um, people to be with. Even silly things like just meeting people to go for a walk and being in the sunshine, sitting outside, reading God's words, or you know, just reading a good book. One that's encouraging, by the way, not one where people die and stuff like that. that that's definitely not going to be on my reading list. But, um, you know, just being positive and having things that feed your spirit, things that will help you and encourage you, um, those are the things we want to do. And just things that bring you joy. You know, during my, uh, my early days, it was so sweet because Les would know when I was going down. And he knew that there was very little he could do to help. But he would send me things, um, things from uh, a flower shop, like flowers or an arrangement or um, little things, and he would put notes in them. And I was thinking a couple of weeks ago, I was getting out all of my fall decor, and in all of that were the things he had given me that were um, like the the uh, flowers and stuff that were um, not live flowers, but things that I had kept through the years, even a little pumpkin with a scarecrow with it and just things like that. But in each one of them, I still have the card he wrote to me during that time. Um, So, you know, those things mean a lot. And so you may not be the one going through depression or seasonal depression. It may be a family member. It may be a friend. It may be a kid, one of your children. But here's the deal. Words spoken over them of encouragement, um, seeing that they're down and doing small things that would would bring them encouragement, um, getting them outside the house, that's huge. Uh, just in being intentional during those days. You want to add anything to that? Well, mostly to to the husbands, not not completely, but mostly to the husbands who um, you know, if you're anything like. Like I am, you're tempted to try to fix everything. This isn't something you can fix, but there are some things. That, so please try to be patient. It can be frustrating when you don't quite get it or it doesn't seem like there's anything to be down about. Things may be great on the outside, but it's not about that. And so I would just say try to be patient. Uh, certainly um, pray for peace and comfort. Pray together, you know. I encourage one another, attend worship together consistently. I mean, yeah. do, the, do the things that you would do um, normally in, in a positive way. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the healthy things, and don't, don't stop. It's, uh, but I would say re- resist the temptation to fix it <laughs> because it's not about fixing it. After we, we finally were getting a little bit better at this, I believe, 
Paige has gotten to the point now and, and has for some time when she comes with me for something that really doesn't, she just wants to vent, she'll go ahead and let me off the hook and say, <laughs> now, I don't, I'm not asking you to fix this. I just want you to listen. And that's awesome news because I know all I got to do is listen. There's no solution here. So I would just say uh, you, can, you can do small things to express your love, express your support, uh, but be patient. And uh, normally this too shall pass. That's right. That's right. Um, and that is wise. You know, this too shall pass. Uh, don't don't feel like that this will last forever. Uh, Psalm 30, verse 5 is what David said. For his anger, meaning mm-hmm. God's anger, is but for a moment. And his favor is for a lifetime. And this is the part I want to highlight. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. That's right. Um, just putting scriptures about joy, about thanksgiving, about having a heart of gratitude. Uh, for uh, some of you that have been my Facebook friend for a long time, you know October becomes Honest October, mm-hmm. where we take off the rose-colored glasses at our house, and we're just honest about what life really looks like around here. It's not the highlight reel that a lot of people want to make Facebook, but here's the other thing. It's also a note that month and November are times of thanksgiving and praise. And if you want to really... Um, Thwart the enemy's uh, his desire and his um, his ploy to try to suck your joy. You have a thankful heart. You turn around and you give praise and thanksgiving when you don't even feel like it, mm-hmm. and it absolutely takes the wind out of his sails. Yeah. And make no bones about it. Part of this can be a spiritual warfare thing. Um, and so, you know, just call on the Lord and pray and ask for his strength and his joy. Um, again, David, too, said, restore to me the joy of your salvation. You know, seeing that the Lord is good and that his plans for you are good and he has a purpose for your life. Uh, goodness, there are just so many good things that when we get our eyes off of us, and that may be the biggest part of this whole thing. Get your eyes off of you and look to the outside. Mm-hmm. Who needs your help? Who needs to be encouraged? Who needs the the joy of the Lord? And then instead of allowing yourself to have an inward focus, turn yourself back out to an outer focus on what the Lord has for you. That's great. Well, that's a good way to that's a good way to wrap it up, mm-hmm. I think. We really do, and uh, in just a minute, I'm going to ask Paige to lead us in a closing prayer or any other thoughts that you have, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, But before before that, anybody that would like to go to a couple of the Facebook places that uh, Paige has mentioned, please feel free to. We've got uh, uh, some stuff on Facebook for Meanwhile Ministries uh, to help you deal with what God may be doing and hopefully is doing in the Meanwhile of your life. You know, the, the season that you've talked about is a meanwhile season. That's right. Paige, because you can't, you can't always see and don't always feel like the Lord is active during those times, mm-hmm. but He certainly is. He's not taking any time off. <laughs> He's not on vacation. He's certainly not sitting on His hands. And so anyway, if you want some more uh, resources or uh, in- encouraging verses and uh, lots of tools, lots of good stuff, feel free to visit our website, it's MeanwhileMinistries.com, MeanwhileMinistries.com. Or if you want to see some of Paige's 
uh, writings and, and devotions, you're welcome to go look at pagehughes.com. And uh, some different things that I, I put out are islessused.com. So any of those sites, please feel free to visit. And we'll try to put some tools for you on there, some freebies and, and things to download that uh, might be of some help, along with the show notes to this podcast. Yeah. And I want to go back and reiterate again, if you find yourself where you just can't get out of this, please go see a doctor. There may be something physiologically going on with you. Mm-hmm. There may be a, um, a hormonal unbalance. There may be other things. And those things are real. So we don't want to slight or make light of that. That That's that's real. Yeah. But we're just talking about those that are just on a, a little bit less scale than that, where it is a meanwhile. Yeah. It is a meanwhile. Good. Well, let me pray for us all and um, just ask the Father to give us wisdom to know. Father, I thank you. I thank you, first of all, for giving me life. And um, even as Les was saying those things, God, I think back to the same thing. You made me like I am for a reason. And Lord, even with the sadness at times and the just discouragement at times, Lord, it just reminds me that most of the time I'm, I'm in a good place and I'm grateful for that. My heart and my mind is yours, Father. There's nothing special about me. I just want so much to please you. And so when I know I'm discouraged or downhearted, I know that those are times that um, I just need something extra. I need to be reminded that my heart and my life is yours. Father, I thank you for making me weak because in my weakness, I know that you are my strength. That's right. And for my sisters and possibly even brothers right now that are listening to this podcast, Lord, I pray for them. I pray for those that are just going through a hard time right now that may feel just overwhelmed with life as it is right now. Father, I pray that they will draw so close to you that, Father, you're so much bigger than the problems they face and that they know they can trust you. Father, I pray for others that there's just something going on within them that they just, they can't even identify. Oh Lord, please give them wisdom to know. Give them discernment of heart, mind, and soul so that they can discern what it is that's going on. And then Lord, for those that just um, need the verses of scripture that, that, that David spoke Let them go back to Psalms and let them go back and find those joy scriptures and scriptures that remind us that you are our strength. You are our joy. You are our peace. You are everything we need you to be. And Lord, I pray that we would be able to cease striving in trying to do and be and all the things on us. And remember that you alone are God. And as we cease striving, we truly can know your power and your strength at work in us. Thank you now, Lord. And may you give strength and encouragement to our brothers and sisters in the faith. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you for taking the time to sit down and and listen to this podcast today. We know that there are lots of things that you can do with your time. And there are a lot of voices out there that are um, competing for your attention. But we really do appreciate you taking the time 
to sit down and listen. And if you feel like this would be helpful to somebody else, please feel free to pass it along. And I hope we talk with you soon.